whiteboard people and then there's non whiteboard people. Are you trying to say that there are anti whiteboard people? No, I'm trying to say like people that like whiteboard, like you either love whiteboards or you don't care at all about them. Oh. Like indifferent kind yeah. of don't care. Okay. Indifferent. Like I'm indifferent. Not to don't whiteboards, care. Like, but the ugh. people that are like insane about whiteboards, like you, uh, it's weird. I don't know if I'm insane about them. <laughs> They just seem more practical than chalkboards. Well, people that have one oh, in their me, home. Blackboards. People that have one in their home are insane about whiteboards. <laughs> well, I I have a habit of looking at things and seeing the potential in them rather than the potential in myself to actually utilize them. I think that's most people. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> well, I am no exception to most people. <laughs> right. Okay, we're here to cover, to review Detective Pikachu. No spoilers here. Ooh, I want to <laughs> be the very best. Da, da, da. It's been a long time coming. We've been talking about it for a long time. I've been very publicly excited about it. Like no one ever was. <laughs> to catch them is my real test. There's no spoilers here. I'm just this is one of those newer movies we haven't done a newer movie in a long time i feel it's ironic because it's literally the opposite of what i would think should qualify to have a spoiler free section really because it's of course because it's so new and fresh well no but a lot of people may not have seen it that's why just reviewing it without spoilers is important like saying did we think it's good did we think it's bad oh 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 oh. okay That I think the newer movies, that's most important. Yes. I think I misinterpreted you. Okay, good. No, yeah. We definitely need to be spoiler free. And I want to make it clear because this one matters. It does. It's new. It's brand new. It just came out this past weekend. Now, can we include material that was shown in the trailers? Oh, for sure. Okay. Yeah. So, if in you've seen the like trailer. In terms of core conflict that happened in the movie? let's not get we have a lot to talk about that's not that so let's not worry about that we will get to the spoiler part because we have a lot of feelings i have a lot of feelings i can't speak for you but (laughs) (laughs) i do i have a lot of notes interesting i'm really excited you did a good job of concealing your feelings i I think too right afterward i I guess you were just really (laughs) holding them back you have so much discipline when it comes to reserving (laughs) comments for high key book club well instead i was channeling all that energy into writing them down instead (laughs) because i'm bad at doing that so detective pikachu we are reviewing it no spoilers right now and who are we you tell me it's high key book club that'll be fun to listen back to (laughs) and i guess that we are a uh, book club (laughs) we are a podcast where we book club movies and tv shows yes well we did a tv show last time the comeback and it was so much fun and now we're back we came back again yeah. for a new episode. This episode... We, it's a movie. Usually every episode we're like, what the hell are we covering this week? And then... <laughs> What's it going to be? And this past one has been planned for like a month in advance because I bought tickets the first day I possibly could. I think it was April 10th. It was exactly like... You were a hound. You were, you're like a Pokemon trainer when yes. it came to... A Pokemon master when it came to getting these tickets. It, I was because I was like, I am not missing out. Everyone was worried about the Avengers, luckily, so... It it was no it was no problem Ooh, sideball the <laughs> distraction right yeah exactly so everyone was distracted and i was able to get my tickets our tickets no problem 
I mean, it wasn't going to be as big as like an Avengers or those that were selling out. But I was like, I, I don't care. I need to be secure because I've been waiting for this. It was Mother's Day weekend that it came out here in the United States. Yes. And we ran into some issues of overcrowding. Well, there's just a lot of kids, which it's a kids movie. That's the bad thing for being an adult fan of kids stuff. The kid movie, like the, going to see them with the kids. Wow. We have so much to talk about, like just in terms of thinking about how Pokemon has been this out. I know. Like just living brand. Oh my, God. my parents were so sure that when I was a kid, this was a fad. Yeah. That it would just blow over. Yeah. I don't think my this, this was tripping me out because I was talking to my mom about it and she's like excited to see it. She usually likes big like actiony movies or, you know, whatever's happening. <laughs> so I was like to my mom talking to her about the movie and I was excited to see it on Friday. And she I was like, I just can't believe it. I've been sort of wanting something like this my whole life. And she's like, oh, you're being dramatic, whatever. And then I was just like, but seriously, I've grown up because she says I say that about everything. She says I say my I've been wanting this my whole life with literally everything. But this one is actually true. Like Pokemon has been there for most of my life since I was like three. I was like, I've grown up with it. So this one is true. This this time it has been my whole life. And she was like, I've grown up with it, too. I was really young when it came out. And then I was like, what? <laughs> like, that's so true. <laughs> I just, I didn't think, the, the thing I was tripping me out was that she was around our age now. Really? When Pokemon came out. Oh. And like now she's like about to be 50, you know, it's like she has grown up with it too. That is so cool. You know, I just never thought of it that way. <laughs> of course, I don't know that she got as invested into the series into the no of course not but she still like was aware of it because she liked to be involved with us which is nice of her she would like she, i think it was more to monitor like our fandoms you know just to make sure there's nothing crazy but <laughs> make sure that pokemon was pg-13 <laughs> i guess i don't know i just At mean best. my mom has been careful about you know trying to be aware of what we're into even if it's weird that's cool yeah so she's been aware of pokemon and i was i've been obsessed like literally my whole life so she's learned some things she knows Pik well, like she's and she uh, she's to the level where she's excited to see a movie about it you know what i mean something i admire about you is that you do keep these strong ties with your mother regarding shows and oh, yeah. <laughs> turning her on to shows i don't think i could recommend yeah anything to my mother in terms of media and i'm sorry if you're listening mom <laughs> i it's just i don't see our tastes lining up yeah. and it's so cool to me to see that you you and your mom have those similar tastes and that she can appreciate uh and actually spend some time on the uh on the media that you recommend for her to watch it's really cool i think she does it mostly to stay up to date and like have something to talk to us about and get on our level which she did when we were young but she still does <laughs> invite her to hikey book club she'd be a perfect <laughs> guest uh, i don't know she classifies everything very like basically it's very like oh that was boring nothing happened or that was great it was a lot of things happened. oh that'd be great i love it I, we could have her her comment it's uh, the senior yeah. anyway i just i just found it trippy that she's grown up with it too you know she was in her late 20s i guess when it came out and now she's old or maybe early 30s, 30, around 30. Wow. You just said she's old on air. Sorry. Oof, never <laughs> mind. I can cut that. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. So now you'll cut it when it, it, yeah. when it implements you. 
that was our Mother's Day segment. So happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. (laughs) It's literally, oh, and I feel so sad. I I got to at least, I should call my mom. Yeah, you should. Oh, shameful. Have you called your mom today? Well, no, I did it on Mexican Mother's Day, May 10th. Wow. I (laughs) have no excuse. Okay. Well, so did you happen to, this movie just came out this weekend. Did you happen to learn anything about its performance so far? I don't know if any of those box office results have come back. I mean, maybe the uh, opening night screenings. Yeah, Numbers I think I have a number for so far-ish okay. worldwide. Well, let me figure out. What Oof. was the budget, I, I Yeah, I got to figure out how much this money, how much this movie was made for. Hmm. <laughs> so there were a butt ton of credits, especially <laughs> for animators. Yeah, VFX artists. <laughs> yeah, we stayed for the end. We tried to see oh, if there was going to be any uh, yes. By the way, peak scene. I think most people would want to know. Spoiler free. There's no post credit oh, scene. Oh, that's so. so nice of you to let them know. <laughs> so you don't need to stick around for thousands of animators, but you can to support. Yeah, all them. we stuck around for was the late night crew to pick up our popcorn. <laughs> yeah so uh, we were hoping i I was just seeing those troll posts on twitter that were like oh the post credit scene should be the introduction to the super smash cinematic universe because i think that's how like all the marvel movies end sort of spurring whatever the next thing is so people were like "Ooh, it should be super smash because i mean this isn't a very important movie it's record-breaking sorry what was the budget what record-breaking in in ways yeah no what okay interesting what was the budget it's not record breaking in its budget <laughs> <laughs> wow uh, i mean i'm just gonna start at 100 million it's in that realm <laughs> <laughs> that realm i knew it 110 million no okay what is it 150 <laughs> <What>? <laughs> that realm yeah <laughs> there was like a whole half realm up well you got the first like the hundred i don't know whatever yeah, 150, and so far the worldwide uh, box office is 170. So it's so doing, far. Mm-hmm, wow, doing well. It was number two at the box office after Avengers. Really? Of course, that movie is crazy. It's number one again. Yeah. This oh, it's the, gonna be number one for a while. This is the second weekend. It's the third. I literally am in shock. I can't believe it. Girl, it's wait, the, what planet are you on? Wait, it's the third weekend. Yes. What is this madness? It's past titanic of highest grossing of all time when did this happen like a week ago too i missed all this yeah you did <laughs> yeah the pikachu is doing really well it's at 170 so it's well above well not well above but it's cleared the budget so it'll probably like make money which is the goal right uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> so it's record breaking in that it's the first so there's been a curse for a long time of video game movies <gasps> and how they're all panned completely critically like total flops there's never been like a successful video game live action movie interesting and this is the first time and it's at 63 percent on rotten tomatoes okay okay so it's not bad yeah certified fresh and it's like literally right there has not been a video game movie to clear fresh status really yeah oh that's pretty cool to know yeah and a lot of people i think with the trailers leading up to it and stuff were hoping that would be the case um we're kind of like hopeful and expecting it so i'm i'm happy that it did so in a previous episode zelene and i here on Heike book club covered pokemon the first movie yes. mewtwo strikes back 
<laughs> and it's a great episode. If you haven't heard it, go check it out. Yes. When I think that when we were uh, on that episode, we were ta- trying to figure out if Pokemon was a video game or a card game or uh, like a anime first, like what or manga, right? Like what was it first and foremost? The game. A game. Yeah. yeah. And that's what we ended up determining. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And so, I mean, yeah, it's just interesting how it qualifies as uh, a video game well, no, 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 that it's no, based no. off of. So if it would... If it would have been like, let's say, a live action remake of the Pokemon first movie, that wouldn't have counted as a video game movie. So this counts because it's specifically based on the oh, Detective, the Detective Pikachu, Pikachu line spinoff game. Yeah. So oh. it was kind of almost a cheat, but also like that game came out in 2016. So it was definitely before the movie. So it was just such an interestingly fresh take on Pokemon. Yeah, I think it was a smart move. So right now we're in the review. Hopefully we can move on soonish. But I think it's a. I think it really put the fans first, and that's the most important. You thought that the they respected what the fans wanted. Yes, they prioritized like the the things that hardcore fans want. And I, which I, I'm conflicted. I don't know if I'm a hardcore no. fan or not. I'm you telling think... you now, you're not. <laughs> wow. No, so no. Sure. We we're good examples of both. So I'm diehard Pokemon fan. I'm all in. I don't have any plushies of Pokemon. <laughs> I have all the plushies. I have a Charizard though. <laughs> I have a I have a little I plastic know. Charizard and a plastic Pokeball keychain that yeah, I haven't okay. opened up since One. 1999. One. You. I have like a, a million Pokemon things, right? I have like eight Pikachu's probably. You what, do. Whatever. I'm diehard because I play the games. I watched the show. I grew up with it. I own plushies merch. I'm all in. I play Pokemon Go sometimes. Yeah, and you have <laughs> the video games, though. I your your behavior on Pokemon Go or sorry, <laughs> Pokemon Let's Go Eevee is questionable. Behavior. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I like, to like see you try catching a Lapras when you already have one. Oh my god! What? <laughs> Most people catch multiple. Evolution. That's ridiculous. Uh, anyway, so. <laughs> Cameron, I would say, is like a medium fan. I'm a medium oh, fan. Oh, no, 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 no. You're not a medium fan. You're what people call a Gen 1-er. Oh, I am. <laughs> which I a, I, it's yeah. like you only know Pokemon from your childhood and from you're like weirdly obsessed with Gen 1 only <laughs> and super anti any new gens. No, no, no. Okay, so I kind of like the fans, Neo, what was it called? The Neo Pokemon? Hmm? Like Neo? the Johto? Oh yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. That's Gen Oneers. Like, I, I get it. I used to be one. That's maybe. Gen Two. Yeah, I know, but it was. It's barely like past Gen One. Oh wow. Those don't count for in my world. Okay, and most in so our. So how many world. Pokemon are there? Like nine hundred. Wh- <laughs> what? Yes. There, there were only like two hundred and seventy something. I feel like. Right. So this is what I'm saying about it definitely put the diehard fans first. It was very inclusive of, it's weird to use diversity terms, but it was very <laughs> inclusive and diverse in gens that it chose Pokemon from to feature. I would say so. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> because I noticed plenty of Pokemon that I didn't know. Yeah, basically Cameron didn't know a lot of the Pokemon and Gen 1ers might not enjoy that as much, but I feel like the diehard fans do get very upset when I don't care that much, but like when things are tailored just to Gen One, like Pokemon Let's Go, the game, the most recent oh, game. Oh, you weren't 
excited about that? You didn't no, I'm, appreciate it? I'm okay with Gen 1 stuff. It's more like I've seen the fandom get mad about it. Or just get annoyed that like other gens aren't featured as much. And yeah, there's so many Pokemon that I forget about just because they never get featured, you know. So it definitely prioritized including more Pokemon. I think that was a good way to be on the side of the the hardcore fans, which are the people you need. You need those loyal fans. You do. The 10,000 or whatever you said. One, one thousand, one thousand true fans. Well, they definitely have that. So it was also I, I appreciated that it was diverse in general without feeling like diverse. Now I'm talking in actual diversity. <laughs> um, diverse, just like people. I don't know. It was nice to see it not being a big deal because the Pokemon world, like in the games and stuff, it's like people of all races and accents and things like that so it was cool that that was reflected in the movie it wasn't all just like one type of person and there's a reason why what didn't feel shoehorned or anything it was because they actually had diverse writers they had some writers from one day at a time oh the show mm-hmm. which we covered a couple episodes ago so that was cool i felt like they were aware and i don't know it it's just proof that you see like to have a good and diverse film like you need the diverse writing too not just the actor that's the face and there was this little ad that or the little meme that detective pikachu twitter made because it's a very active twitter account and it was like when the salsa is too hot and it's pikachu saying pika pika and it's like because in spanish when something is spicy and hot to you you say pika do you really yeah Wow. So it was just like the opposite of tone deaf. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was just like, oh, the people, are they get it. And they, mm. you know, they have cool and diverse people behind the scenes, it felt like. Who moderates, like who controls the content for those? You said it's a subreddit? No, the marketing, the, their Twitter, the official. Oh, their Twitter. Their official Detective wow. Pikachu Twitter. Oh, okay, got it. Yeah. I, I feel like seeing that it's diverse writing, diverse cast and like you see that there's diversity throughout the, the movie. whole production the team. whole production yeah and they're not just the face because a lot of times they want to do the diversity thing but they just like hire a person of color as an actor you know and it's like that's not enough that's really cool so who produced this movie is it like nintendo it's a combination of warner brothers legendary and toe toe something okay yeah <laughs> the director's private production company or something I don't know. I don't remember. Dude, Maybe it might be foreign. Who was the director? I don't know. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> they don't matter. Uh, I don't know. But what did you think? I think it appeased fans, and it was good. It was good at the Pokemon design. It was good in the personal plot, but it was like lacking in the overall plot, like the the grander scheme plot. Interesting. I think. We'll have to but go into also, that. Also, like the we reviewed Pokemon the first movie and mm-hmm. we were kind of we were critical we we're very honest here, you know. We were critical where we needed to be. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that movie's plot makes zero sense. We talked about that, the mm-hmm. first movie. And Detective Pikachu is definitely a vast improvement on that. But it still has a little of that Pokemon like this makes kinda no sense, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> right yes so i think it's a great movie for both casual and diehard fans like i think it pleases the diehard fans but it doesn't alienate anyone that's more casual and you don't have to be caught up with like shows or games or anything to enjoy it and i think that was the point and the smart move about this movie they didn't make it about ash team rocket ash's pikachu you know they 
really tried to make it a more relatable story because like a mystery action film is a lot more like universal so it was it was the smartest move I think of the whole movie to make it not about anything they've done before and just keep it an isolated story it really is it it stands alone very well it's a good introduction into what the possibilities are now into a possible future I think it definitely will have at least they're going to have some kind of sequel? I think they're going to attempt a sequel, but it's going to be tough because it's either like they follow the same characters and make it a whole new thing or go back to Ash. I don't know like where it's going to go. And they have a lot of like potential, but I really can't predict. It's true. It's and going. we need to or see what the it, response is going to be like from this movie. I think it's been successful enough that they want to attempt something but i don't know what it's gonna be and then we also have sonic coming up which has been a big deal trailer wise and promotion wise lately that's coming up so it might be a whole trend of like bigger picture video game characters and then who knows the super smash thing sounds crazy but it would also be a really fun movie (laughs) Hmm. the new avengers and game of thrones give the people what they want yeah and a lot of them are human, so it would have to... It, that would just it be wouldn't... so hard to manage. Can you imagine <laughs> all of the movies they'd have to make? Well, the Avengers did it. It was fine. <laughs> <laughs> they made 22. They need content for the next 100 years. Yeah. Until we start yeah, I think pulling it, out our hair because there's not enough fuel left in the world. There's <laughs> a lot of potential with this, and I'm interested to see what's going to happen. And I think we'll, Sonic will also play a part in, like, if Sonic super flops, they might not want to do more Pokemon that big. But if Sonic does okay, then Pokemon might be like, oh, we really have a chance here. That'll be exciting. And <laughs> let's not let's not speculate and put any okay, kind okay. of bad juju out into the air. We want to see what Sonic is able to do. Oh, I'm not. I'm not. I've been very positive so far. Yes. Like, I mean, right now. <laughs> I agree. Not, I don't mean like seeing the trailer and stuff, but like right now I've been very civil about Sonic. I agree. Even though it's been questionable. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, they have Jim Carrey. It's it's a very hard one because it's like they have Jim Carrey, but then it's like looks cheesy. So, I don't know. <laughs> right, right. No, and, and he's uh, one of our favorites here at Heike. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll uh, probably see it. Yeah, we'll oh, see it. Oh, definitely. We got yeah. to. We got to. Yeah. So. Um, I've been really into CGI lately <laughs> just because I wrapped up a uh, visual effects course over at uh, UT, University of Texas, this semester. It was my first exposure to what the tools are to actually create uh, computer-generated imagery for movies and for, for video. Uh, and, and it's so complicated. Yeah. It is incredible. Like, I I think I really, even though I knew that there were, it was quote-unquote hard work, it's easy to just say it's oh, that's something that's probably really hard and not actually know what and see what all the work actually goes into. And so I feel like I enjoy watching these types of movies now because I can appreciate more how they got to this final composite of what we're actually watching. And this movie is a really interesting and uh, incredible example of that nowadays. And so um, I guess that will kind of pick that apart a little bit more in uh, the section where we kind of go more in depth for those who have watched the movie. Yeah, but I thought it was great CGI. They really prioritized to me the design of the Pokemon and the diehard fans and 
they just had a good diverse team that I think made it a really fun movie. And the biggest flaw to me was like the big, big bad plot of the actual bigger mystery, bigger scheme. Mm. But I don't care that much about that. I can forgive Pokemon, especially knowing like the weak plot of the first movie and the second movie and all those, <laughs> you know, it's like a big oh, step. Oh, the animated movies? Yeah. yeah. It's, this is a big step up, even though it was like a weird plot. <laughs> it actually reminded me of a very popular movie that I will reveal in the second, the spoiler half, because it would spoil. It would the give plot. away. Yeah. But it reminded me, that'll be a hint. It reminded me of a very popular movie yeah i gotta say um i'm excited to talk about the originality of this plot with you and how i think it reflects maybe some other choices kind of in the macro scale that are being made in general in the movie industry i think Uh, but i'm excited to get into that in the second half yeah what did you what did you think overall overall with the film yeah i enjoyed it a lot it's a real fun ride it keeps the pace going it doesn't really slow down at any point uh so that's something i can just in general really appreciate whenever i'm going out to the movies i want to feel engaged the whole time as though i am unraveling a story also and i definitely feel that the characters kind of took me along the ride with them i mean after all it's called detective pikachu you know it's a there's some sort of you can infer that there's got to be some kind of mystery that they have to solve right and so i think that uh you know this is why true crime shows are so have that immense popularity because they the action just has to keep going right that's like you are wanting to solve the puzzle right. too, uh, this mystery. And because of that, the pacing just keeps going uh, the whole time. So it was really fun. It was a lot of fun and I, and I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, it was fun. It was a very immersive to the Pokemon world. A little scary about that regarding that. But, <laughs> you know, but Pokemon are scary. And eh. and Delaney and I will also grade the movie. We'll let you know what we think uh, our final score is. And so if you want to hear what that is, you uh, we recommend that you go watch the film and yes. then stick around, come back to the next portion of the episode. And uh, we will uh, take it from there. Did you like the bop, the original bop they made for this movie? Oh, so, yes. Um, <laughs> right before we started, right before we picked up these microphones and decided <laughs> to talk into them, we were... We, we were... We were... They are on stands. We were reviewing <laughs> the song, the promo song that they made. Yeah, Carry On by Rita Ora and Ky- Kylo, Kylo, Kylo. What did I think of it? Yeah. Um you know the run of the mill it was it was very now for sure but i mean also if you look at the pokemon songs that came out in the late 90s for the tv series they were very then you stole my comment i said that what to you oh i literally said that to you (laughs) you just repeated my exact words that i said to you earlier i was like oh it's on trend for pokemon because back then their song sounded like whatever was popular Okay, I, I'll take your word for it. Wow, went in your subconscious, I guess. <laughs> Stole credit. So okay. I forgot. Well, to, no, I forgot. I forgot to say. Okay. No, no, no. <laughs> what did you forget? Just a fun fact you would like. Oh. It was shot on film. <gasps> I knew that though. 
Because I paid attention to the credits as they were scrolling by. Mm, At the end, it said shot on Kodak. Oh, okay. Yeah. What were you going to say? I was going to say I thought it was cool how we got promo cards at the screening. Oh, yeah. Well, I was saving your shout out till the end. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We... So I I don't know if at all the screenings or just opening weekend or what they give you little Pokemon cards from the m- pictures from the movie on them and they're cute. Oh, are those screen grabs from the movie? I think so. They basically look like it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're the Pokemon featured in the movie. Yeah, and they're and they're holographic ish. I'll save cam. Well, no, no, I'll just say no. That no, no, no. We can save the story for after. Okay, okay. We have a story about the cards. Yes. <laughs> we just have to remember to s- tell it. Yeah, we will. So, Rita Ora was there, and Diplo. That was random as hell. Remind me, who is Rita Ora? She was the scientist. It was so weird to see Rita Ora being, like, serious scientist. She was, like, the lady in lab oh, with Mewtwo. But, no, no, who is Rita Ora? Oh, oh she's the singer. And, oh. well, the reason I know her is because she took over when Tyra left to not host America's Next Top Model. Oh, she did. She okay. was in Tyra's spot oh. and she was real bad. Oh, no. No offense. She's nice. But like they just had the critiques were very general. They were always just like, yes, queen work or like, <laughs> or like, oh, that's ugly or that's bad. Like they wouldn't say any specifics when Tyra's super like specific and nitpicky. And that's what makes it good. It's true. Yeah. That's what we always appreciate. Tyra she was for. just like, this is amazing. Wow. Or it would be like, oh, this is awful. You know, it's like there would be no yeah. explanation. And then they brought Tyra back. Yes. For one season. And now it's in limbo. Limbo. Uh, <laughs> awkward. <laughs> So Rita Ora played the scientist with Mewtwo, which mm. was, it was so random to see her. And then Diplo played like a DJ, which made more sense. Were you surprised to see Diplo? Oh, I wasn't surprised. The, the <laughs> role is appropriate. Okay, you're right. I was surprised to see Rita Ora, you, but you didn't know who she was. So I had I didn't no idea. <laughs> <laughs> and also the Charizard trainer, uh-huh. uh huh, the Mexican guy. Yeah. He was like a, he's like a popular he was a, cool, he was a cool actor. I he was like him. He's like a popular-ish actor in Mexico. Oh, I guess that's he's, cool. I guess he's here now. <laughs> right on. Yeah. I hope this gives him some extra jobs now. Yeah, who knows? Uh, it was scary, though. That whole scene, that was scary. That was a good scene. I liked that scene a lot. That's kind of jumping right into the middle. <laughs> yeah. But we can do that. Okay. Let's talk about just different scenes. We're going to be all over the place because it's brand new. Yeah. And I mean, it's it kind of makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, so uh, this was what? Gengar versus... Blastoise. Blastoise. Yeah. What a matchup. Yeah. That's wild. Well, that's almost a nod. Is that a nod? Yeah, it is. To the first battle we ever see. Well, it's a half nod. It was The first battle we ever see in the anime and maybe the game too. It's Nidoran versus Gengar. Or oh. like Nidorino. Really? Yeah. That's cool. G- Gengar. Yeah. So this one was Gengar Blastoise. That makes more sense, I guess. Yeah. I this. was upset. Like, I was sad that we didn't see more Gengar in Yeah, you the movie. were. It, it was cool. I mean, that's the thing with these VFX. I think Gengar is cute. Okay. Mm. You know? No. Oh. <laughs> but to each their own. It's a powerful one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a crazy scene. It felt scary. That's See, that's the thing. And... That's probably also why they made it mystery-centered instead of battle-centered. Well, it was very interesting how they made the world of just the city be, like, non-battling, a non-battling city. It, um, because 
I think that was their way of getting out of like the violence part, which is kind of like, I, like in a cartoon it's fine, but in live action it gets kind of like this is kind of scary. Oh, interesting. Like these monsters, like biting each other or scratch or you know thunderbolt like electric you know burning it's like very violent and it's like seeing that live action is scary i mean they still showed a fair bit of that but well yeah they they did it the best they could in like a pokemon way which is what pokemon has always done but it's gonna get trickier and trickier if they go that's that's why i'm so confused about where they might go because, I mean, they definitely uh, alluded to the other world saying the, the, you know, we're not like the rest of the world where yeah, Pokemon it's are like wild. a utopia, which... So what if the sequels show us the wild Pokemon world? Yeah, it's it's weird. It That's a little bit of the gray, hazy area with Pokemon. I mean, they have legendary Pokemon that they haven't even touched on. That's true. They could focus on legendaries and not have to worry too much about battling either. I could see that becoming a trilogy, doing like the whole... The Moltres, birds? yeah. Mm, that's two Gen 1-er. Is it, though? Yeah. There's been a lot of legendaries since. Really? Yeah. Do you know about... There's a god Pokemon. I think there would be a movie about what him. What the hell has a god or Pokemon? Her. Arceus. <laughs> 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 that's their name. <laughs> so, anyway. It's interesting. They they sort of copped out on this one. We'll see if they continue to cop out on battles. Oh, right. And this arena scene we're talking about is, like, the one time we see a bit a snippet of that battling world and it's kind of scary it was it was kind of just like a ufc fight yeah <laughs> in this cage or like <laughs> i thought of spider-man yeah <laughs> iconic <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what are you doing up there <laughs> it was scary but that's where we get the important charizard scene which is charizard is one of the most popular pokemon mm-hmm. so i think they definitely needed to include charizard exactly and it so this part also sets up kind of the i would say the first conflict you know like the inciting incident yes because with the release of all of yeah, the poison gas exactly the psychic juice whatever it's called the mewtwo R. it's oh, like R. chemical r what's well, our gas okay <laughs> i think right <laughs> yeah and yeah i thought it was a reference maybe the team rocket well i really thought maybe team rocket was behind things i'm surprised they didn't they really detached it from everything because usually it's a team someone team plasma i I don't know (laughs) that's in one of the games is it really yeah uh team plasma (laughs) they'll stop at nothing these days oh Uh, my god no i thought that the uh ditto was team rocket ditto you know how ditto was shape morphed into this shady guy with sunglasses i thought it was a girl with pink hair both of them i think the ditto was yeah 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 shape-shifting between the two of them well but the the guy was the anchor guy like ditto was pretending to be the sun oh okay the anchor guy well so he looked like team rocket well he wasn't he was the son of the old guy i see so the movie it reminds me of by the way is get out oh was, yeah <laughs> to me it felt very get out they were trying to put the souls of the humans into the pokemon it was super weird so it's interesting it's kind of expanding i think on the kind of core mewtwo philosophy in a way that was shown in the first movie and i don't know if i can explain this uh, well or not you might just have to cut all of this but so so okay so mewtwo's original philosophy was to wipe out was it to wipe out humans so that 
Wait, what was it? I don't know. The first movie makes no sense. It was like Pokemon, I don't know, needed to like achieve a stronger version of themselves or something. Oh, and I mean like humans had made them slaves. And so it's like they're not going to be slaves any longer. But I don't know. I feel like this one is almost like taking that mentality, but it's just like a human applying it kind of through a Pokemon as a conduit by trying to say like humans can be a better versions of themselves. Well, it was really confusing because are they implying... See, this is where... Are being Pokemon? This is what I'm saying where the plot is weak because things kind of don't make sense. But like... The, he, the like old, it was confusing. Well, yeah. The old guy was saying that like he wanted to humans to live forever. So it's kind of implying Pokemon are immortal, which kind of makes sense because they only faint, right? They mm. don't die. But also there's like... The Pokemon Cemetery in the books, which is like canon, I guess. And, you know, th- that shows there's like Pokemon that do die, but it's like how and... Oh, they can get killed. What do you mean? Or sick. Maybe they just die of old... But that's the thing. Like the old guy... When th- in this movie, he's definitely implying Pokemon are immortal because he was trying to get into Mewtwo's body and get everyone else in their Pokemon's body. And so... I didn't think it was about being immortal. I thought it was about it was. just being strong. Oh, maybe, but like I, having I, powers. Maybe I thought it was about also being immortal because he was old and like he had a cancer or something. Which it's weird. The, the Pokemon universe has cancer, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I thought of that. I'm like, okay, <laughs> good to know. <laughs> they um, want to make it as real as possible yeah. for us as viewers, especially the Western world. Yeah, it felt really cool it's just so cool to see the pokemon live action they did a great job i agree and i I mean again they put it into this city context where we can all understand and relate to it to me it's weird like so a lot of pokemon are like animals they're kind of like pets in that world i say we all i want to take that back like you know respect the people that are now living in cities okay (laughs) a lot of the animals felt like pets in this kind of Hmm. like their partner Pokemon felt kind of like a pet. But it's it's weird because there's like the pet looking Pokemon and then there's like the human looking Pokemon. like That nat- are still pets? No, but like that are just walking around with the humans. Like, I don't know. I feel like... Like Machamp? Yeah, like Machoke should have more rights than like a Pikachu to me. <laughs> you know? Because <laughs> he looks... Uh, or like the people Pokemon and then the, the animal Pokemon. <laughs> it's just kind of weird. <laughs> That they all live in the city together, but mm-hmm. like some of the Pokemon seem like pets and some of them seem like citizens. It's, you know what I mean? I know, and I agree. <laughs> uh, it, it was strange to me how they kept referring to it as what your partner Pokemon. Yeah, I well, never heard I, that. I yeah, and I didn't get that. I think that just means like your Pikachu to your Ash. <laughs> I guess it was. <laughs> I mean, I I that was something that I could have used more clarification on. Yeah, that was a little more specific to this film. In the script, you know. Yeah. yeah. It was interesting that Mewtwo was kind of the focus of the bigger plot. I didn't necessarily... I thought he might just be like a little cameo at the end or something. Mm-hmm. But like, he's, he's he's kind of important throughout. And Wait, who again? Mewtwo. Oh, yeah. And it's funny because like the first movie, it was about Mewtwo. And mm-hmm. it just felt like... I felt like it had a lot of nods and references to the origins and... Mm-hmm. It had so I predicted. I, I Cameron asked me before we went in, "Do you think they're gonna play the Pokemon theme song?" And I was like, "I think they're just gonna reference it, even if it, it's like in the background somewhere, a few notes or 
and and it, it ended up being that way a, a smaller reference like yeah, that yeah the, the point where uh pikachu's walking yeah. down the bridge and it's a low point singing it out loud yep yeah and then in one of the points there was a a, a variation i think on the battle theme or something or maybe mm. like the game well so on music. this note there were uh, a few points where they included 8-bit sounding game boy type of effects mm. into the yeah. score of the film or sound effects and uh sound design i really liked that yeah i want to see it again i do too <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's just so fun to see a world that you've always wanted come to life that way what pokemon did you not know of before <laughs> like half of them ludicolo Ludicolo, I did not know. I was, I was like, what, what, what are they saying? Uh, yeah. Like everybody laughed at the Ludicolo, and well, I was. She was funny. Yeah, she was. I was just, I felt like everybody else was in the joke, and I didn't. Well, you just never good. seen that Ludicolo before. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's true. kind of racist, though. I'm pretty sure. Interesting. I'm a little offended. No, I'm just kidding. I don't. Uh, I just think he's very like sombrero Mexican trying to, you know. Yeah. That's what that Pokemon is. <laughs> <laughs> and his special move on the Pokemon card was table service. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, that's rude. Yeah, tough. Um, um, there was that. There were the what were they called again? Yeah, I'm so excited there some to talk about. Car, were there some Poke cards that we got for them? So Greninja. We'll, yeah, Greninja. No, no. Okay, Greninja. You've never heard of? Yeah, I, I, in the name <laughs> when I came on when they were saying its name, I was confused. Like, what? What are they saying? Yeah, Cameron didn't know who was a Pokemon and who wasn't. I was gonna have the bit of the doubt, and I was like, "Well, that's not a Pokemon. That <laughs> is just a." It's that the experiment that isn't a fully formed Pokemon. It's just a... Um, right, like another Mewtwo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, it's a Greninja is actually... I think it has surpassed and become the most popular Pokemon in Japan. What? At some point. Yeah, I, th I think I heard that. And Is it still? My, yeah, maybe. Greninja is a big deal. It's, it's a character on Super Smash. I think really? I think I even battled it, but I lost. I'm shook. Yeah, it, it's it's a very popular. It's an evolution of one of the starters, the water starter of Pokemon X and Y, mm. I believe. Frog, Froggy or Froakie or something like that. It's a little frog, and it evolves into Greninja. It just became like a very powerful one and iconic one for some reason. Hmm. Um, it's just one of those that's kind of like Charizard is to the Gen One. Hmm. He's kind of the Charizard. It's, it's random, though. I don't expect usually the frog or lizard Pokemon to get that big. Right. But we saw we saw them, the Greninjas, a lot. And that was cool. I mean, that's important to put in because they're so popular. And they made good, like, henchmen. Also, Torterra. That was cool. That was a very almost Inception style. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I definitely saw it coming, though. I don't know. I did, too. I mean, they had to said because uh, they showed the yeah. information. I think it's because it's for kids, of too. Of experiment. It's mm -hmm. trying to be a little more clear, even though it's subtle. It's, it doesn't hit us over the head with it, but it's like, it's still not, it still helps us and gives us hints. Like, it was, they were like, this is a Torterra garden. They look normal size to me. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm, I'm assuming a big one's coming <laughs> at that point. And they were humongous. Yeah, they were. That was, was crazy. It was that was a cool scene. It was. It was a cool idea. It was definitely a cool idea. I just saw it coming when they set it up, but like. And I'm I still though like who is that Pokemon? Oh, Torterra. <laughs> Who's that Pokemon? <laughs> I was waiting. Dun, dun, dun. 
Yeah, so it's a, it's another third evolution of a starter of a different gen. Oh. I've, maybe Diamond and Pearl. Sorry, oh. I'm getting all my starters messed up. It's a starter, though? Yeah, it's, okay. it's like a Venusaur for wow. that gen. Wow, okay. Yeah, a little turtle. What's it again? Tortera? Tortera. Tortera? Yeah, Tortilla. <laughs> <laughs> And then we had more, more lol. I was happy. I actually have a more lol. Those little mushrooms. Yeah. I, just the name of it. Why it was are you so going to be shady mu- to more lol? It was, uh, I, <laughs> I mean, it's cool. It's a cool name. Never mind. The Bulbasaur were like the cutest thing ever. They were so cute. I cried. I Well, they were really milking them kind of in the trailer. You know what I mean? Yes, but I I cried in the movie. They teased they them They were hard. so cute. Oh, those eyes. Yes. They did the eye the eye animation on the Bulbasaur so well. I think they I I appreciate I feel like they gave a lot of love and care to the Bulbasaur and that to me felt really meaningful. This is probably why I was crying. This, it felt really meaningful cuz Bulbasaur is number 1, like mm. 001 of the Pokémon. Right. He's first on the list. So I just I just think felt like that was a scene done with a lot of love and care to the first Pokemon. You know what I mean? He he gets that special attention. Yeah, I don't know. He he's just one. he's always he's number one to me. <laughs> <laughs> so that just it felt meaningful to me. Bulbasaur has got the weight of the Pokemon world on his shoulders. Yeah, he does. He's so cute. So that was a really cute scene, and I was surprised because this this plot is also weird about. It feels like it's just switching the bad guy a lot just to switch the bad guy, even though it doesn't make sense. Hmm. Like, they're trying to make twists without, like, setting them up correctly, kind of. Yeah. Because they set up Mewtwo as this big villain, and then it's like, he's not, and then the son, like, the old guy's the villain, and we thought the son was also the villain, like, the old guy's son. Right. And he's not, and it's kind of confusing. But I was really betrayed, because... We still think Mewtwo is bad at this point when the Bulbasaur lead them to Mewtwo. And then I'm like, did the Bulbasaur just betray us all? Because they brought the kid to Mewtwo. They did. But then we find out Mewtwo's nice. So <laughs> uh, that was good. The Bulbasaur didn't betray us. Yeah. <laughs> I was it, just a little betrayed in the moment. <laughs> it was shocking. But it was similar. It's just so funny how they it was this idea of surveillance because they kept referring to this past memory that they kept being able to dive into. Yeah. That Um, was weird. Yeah. And uh, too convenient. Yeah. (laughs) Because it's like they recreate this, uh, past 3d image world. The uh, hologram VR thing. (laughs) Exactly. Where you can go inside of this, uh, past event. And they had this for the scene where, his dad's car gets blasted off the side of the bridge. And from the perspective that is shown to us, we think that it's Mewtwo who caused the wreck, but it was altered image. And they also, he, he himself, the father, uh, the old father referred to it that way. He, he had said that, you know, these images can, I think he had like mentioned that they can be like altered or whatever. Oh, maybe that was a hint. I missed it. Mm-hmm. Or I didn't. I didn't pick it up. We think that it was you know somebody else that did it, but then it turns out it was him who uh, altered it, and uh, it was actually Mewtwo who was trying to save the car or save the um, what's his name, Harry Goodman. Yeah. Uh, Tim. Save- Tim. Or Harry's the dad. Tim is the son. Right. Oh, okay. From the the wreck. So. Yes. 
And it's selfless and all that. Mm-hmm. One, he saves the dad's life by injecting Pikachu's soul. See, that's the thing. Pokemon is science fiction, and it's a lot of unexplained science fiction, even in the games and the show. Like Pokeballs, how do they work? And how does Same transferring? Star Wars. Yeah, how does transferring Pokeballs go? Like how you know, it's kind of all you know, just magic, science, sci-fi. It's just the world. Yeah, and this movie also had that magic sci-fi and that combining like the Pokemon and with humans. the human soul. Like, yeah, yeah, by using the gas and the gas makes the Pokemon crazy and scary. That was that blew me. Like I, I just didn't get it. What the uh, the joining the soul thing? Well, no, how the gas worked. Oh, I think it was just like. It just made them crazy, like savage. It was actually similar also to the plot of Zootopia hmm. because right. it was like it was. them injecting the predators to go crazy. I was like, at first I was suspecting like, is that where it's going? Like, are they trying to make Pokemon look bad? I don't know. <laughs> By showing them go crazy. But no, it was a weird get out thing. He was trying to put his brain in Mewtwo. Sorry. Oh, shit. Is that spoiler for Get Out? Oh, spoilers for Get Out. <laughs> I mean, gosh. I mean, if you haven't seen Get Out already. Okay, okay. Granted, still. <laughs> yeah. Um, what about our protagonist, Tim? So, played by Justice, Justice Smith. Smith. I don't know much of Justice Smith's work. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen him in anything else before this. Yeah, have I? I don't think I have either. So, it's just... He was, cu- he was cute and he was... He was cool. I think he was. I liked like, his acting. He, he was, was good. Yeah, he had to have some emotional moments, so it was like. I mean, Christ, he's interacting with a, uh, yeah. you know, virtual Ryan Pikachu. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> For Do sure. you think that Ryan Reynolds is there on set giving him the cue lines? Well, I think a lot of Pikachu was done with motion capture, so they did make Ryan Reynolds do like the faces and all that, and then the pokey, the the Pikachu. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder, I, am, we, I don't we, know how it works. We really loved how um, Pikachu's movements were yeah, animated in this movie. Yeah, they were so funny. Because he's like, he has like a chubby butt. Mm-hmm. So he's like hopping kind of side to side. A heavy, a heavy low end. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> it was cute. Too. Yeah, what did you think of Tim? Um, I actually thought he was going to be younger than in the in the actual movie he had like a job at insurance so he was a little older than i expected well and that was one of the interesting parts is that they kind of almost seemed like early college students in a way yeah and it was it, i felt like i'm used to pokemon training yeah. being a young kids activity slash teen yeah. yeah so uh this was just interesting to see how they uh were you know almost adults uh doing this uh, i but enjoy it was cool. that since i'm closer to his age i'm i pre- i feel like more i can relate more to him than a kid would <laughs> that's um, fun for me he he was a good protagonist i really liked the acting and in terms of the character well i feel like i wish that his arc was a little bit more significant yeah. Uh, it's hard to figure out if really he's the protagonist or if Pikachu is the protagonist. And the reason I say this is because I felt like it was really Pikachu that came with the stronger goal in the movie. Yeah, that's a good point. It, yeah, it's hard because he's so like anti his dad, which is kind of like we're not used to. I feel like we're used to seeing them care about the dad. Like he doesn't even call him dad, which mm-hmm. is kind of intense. <laughs> he calls him Harry. Good but point. it's his dad. So it's just interesting. It was a very, it, it was a more nuanced family dynamic 
so it was just like yeah a little less conventional in that way. I, you know it's interesting i would almost have to argue i think pikachu is the protagonist well he has the titular callback yeah. name right <laughs> that's part of why i wanted to say that too. i think it's it's easier to make the movie around pikachu because he's so marketable you know makes sense <laughs> but tim is more of like our straight man like yeah. our hetero well no, nor- no 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 i don't mean straight in that way straight man as in like the counter to Pikachu's craziness. Because Pikachu seems like a really crazy out there character. And Tim is like his balance of like... And he's the one we relate to as like a normal person. He's like normal. Yeah. That's... I mean like the straight man comedy wise. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, Detective Pikachu's... What did you think of his character, Ryan well, so Reynolds? Is there, is there a moment that uh, they... Like when do they have their breakup kind of? Or they part ways? Or they don't like they have a moment right where they don't like kind of trust any each other anymore yeah because it pikachu it looks like in the video that he was helping mewtwo or he, no he yeah he was helping mewtwo escape but they didn't know mewtwo was good yet right so oh. they saw oh, so that's what happened yeah they saw footage of pikachu helping mewtwo escape he caused the the was like a short short electrical whatever yeah some kind of uh, caution uh, message came on the whole system. Well, he like Pikachu like electrocuted the system mm-hmm. and Mewtwo broke out of his ball thing. And they saw the footage of that and both of them, Pikachu and Tim, assumed Pikachu was betraying the dad by freeing the bad guy Mewtwo. But later we find out Mewtwo was good. So Pikachu was on the good side trying to hmm. free Mewtwo because Mewtwo was trying to do good i see okay okay well so pikachu thank you Mm -hmm. so pikachu was a actually a human yes in in a pokemon's body yes pikachu is a normal pika pika (laughs) pikachu uh before the incident occurred that's never yeah yeah and what i was confused about is at the end does it does that pikachu go back to that normal yeah. pikachu okay he was, he was walking around with them just right and they just and they release harry out of the body yeah we saw ryan reynolds at the end got it right right so exactly it's like so so where does detective pikachu go from here i don't think detective pikachu goes anywhere got it <laughs> they have to make a new thing or spin-off type thing or something it was kind of wrapped kind of wrapped up oh for sure i honestly I, saw that end coming since i started the game mm. because the whole thing is set up like my dad's missing and then this pikachu shows up that can talk and it's like this pikachu's like oh i can talk but i have no idea why and i can't remember anything and i'm just like and the dad was a detective and the pikachu's a detective so it's kind of like i feel like this pikachu's the dad but i have no idea how that makes any so we sense just, yeah but it's then like it we intuitively know that that has to be what the end result is we just don't know how we got there yeah, and that's what the all. movie is for i guess well, to explain or the game even yeah, to yeah, explain yeah. how we got here but it doesn't totally explain it right it explains it that much as pokemon in its way that explains. it wants to <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> uh, so yeah so i mean i love i like the pikachu character a well, it's lot. funny because it's that like it's like a grumpy guy inside a cute 
animal. It's not like the Pikachu that I've come to know. You right, know? it's a different Pikachu. It is. <laughs> um, very grumpy. It's very. It reminds me of. Uh, it's not a spoiler, I don't think, for Spider Verse, but Into the Spider Verse, the grumpy Spider Man that he has to partner up th- with in order to the pig. Yeah, not the no, not the pig, pig, but just like the main grumpy kind of like slouchy oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know okay, okay the yeah. scrappy one yeah i guess <laughs> it kind of reminded me of that it's like ted or like you know what are other animals with grumpy voice i don't know like oh. like I, it's like that dichotomy or the contrast it's Good. funny <laughs> that he's like kind of a grumpy detective inside a pikachu a cute pikachu's body <laughs> it's just kind of funny and he wears a hat and and he was really funny made me laugh quite a bit (laughs) Um, i really loved the animation and i mean i think we're going to talk about the animation but i really loved they stayed consistent with pikachu i feel like maybe with some i think for the most part there may have been some scenes where i felt like the eyes were different i don't know if you had picked Mm -hmm. up on that um but i felt like for the first couple of scenes they were one way to establish them and then in another scene they go to a bedroom or something and I felt like the eyes were bigger more at that actually resembled more of the cartoon Pikachu that I would have expected. So, or just like they were just a little bit poppier, like a little bit bubblier. Mm. So I don't know. So I just don't know if the, uh, it was like the same team animating Pikachu all the way throughout, but for the, I appreciated that they kind of gave us all levels of Pikachu from like super close up to super far away. And it felt consistent the whole way. And he, and he was very like snuggly. I wanted to snuggle yeah, up with him. Yeah, he was like furry, which is cute. I mean, it was a tricky job they had. We're seeing the backlash with Sonic. So it's like, it's hard to get it right. But they really did. And they had to also do not just furry type of Pokemon, but weird type of Pokemon, human type of Pokemon. Like we see... Mr. Mime. Mr. Mime, that's, yeah. Mr. Mime, who's really weird. And apparently like the production team or whoever asked like the pokemon people what is mr mime and they were like i don't know (laughs) (laughs) yeah like what kind of pokemon is this yeah it's a creepy one but they they used it well like you know what i mean like they leaned into mr mime being like a creepy weird pokemon and (laughs) used it for comedy they really did yeah that was a fun scene it was I think that uh, it was Mr. Mime and Pikachu were the two main Pokemons that they had motion capture uh, performances for. Oh, yeah. I remember reading in the credits. (laughs) That makes sense. What other Pokemon we see? Jigglypuff. That's really cool. Yeah. She has her star is born moment. (laughs) (laughs) Great. (laughs) Great reference. (laughs) And did we ever see Scyther? No. Damn. I'm pretty sad they didn't have my favorite Pokemons. Bullpix and Ninetales. Mm. Sad. They had Growlithe? They did. Fucking, I guess we need like blue or red or like we need the red version of Detective Pikachu. Oh. You know. Oh, right. I guess. Yeah. It's because Bullpix and Growlithe are always exclusive to one of the two games. Oh. (laughs) Wow. So they gave the other one to (laughs) us in the movie. I guess. (laughs) Yeah. We saw a lot of Growlithe and Arcanine, which is cool. But I wish it had been Vulpix. I can't remember who else we saw in this We see Charmander and Squirtle. We see scenes of them. True. We see Venusaurs and Blastoise, I feel like. Panchams, the panda type ones. Yeah, those. I I don't know those. (laughs) 
But do you remember seeing them in the movie? Yeah. Those are cute. We saw Snorlax. <gasps> Magikarp. Oh, yeah. And Gyarados. Oh, I liked Snorlax. Yeah. Yeah. He was he was used very cleverly because he's used to like block the way. So he was used as like a block in the street, <laughs> like at the intersection. A little, a little Easter egg. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. We see Gyarados. Oh, we see Apom, the monkeys that go crazy. <laughs> cool. Remember? Yeah. I would have preferred a manky, but that's okay. Oh, my God. You're such a Gen 1-er. <laughs> of course. That's all I know. I'm going to preach what I know. Yeah. Oh, and Snowball was also featured. Prominently. Yeah. Meowth, not so much. No, no Meowth. I saw Togepi in somewhere in one of the scenes. And oh. I saw him in the I DJ. I definitely missed Togepi. It was a, like a, a split second in the DJ scene at some point. I wow. saw like a Togepi. So were you like looking out for Pokemon? Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> well, because I knew what they were on like you. <laughs> Uh, good point. <laughs> um, oh, Psyduck was prominently featured. I'm so um, glad Psyduck made it, made the cut. He yeah. was actually, so uh, when we were rewatching the, uh, you know, maybe a few months back, we were uh, rewatching the original series and I was really appreciating Psyduck this go round <laughs> of watching it because I don't know, he's just such a funny, he causes just so much, uh, he slows down the team so yeah. much and I, I just think it's so funny. Yeah, it was nice to <laughs> see. And he's so consistent. <laughs> Useless. Well, it was funny how his thing in this one was like, he has to stay relaxed. Yeah. And like, he's very volatile. I, d- I did like headache. that too. Yeah. So that's, that's interesting. And we have our female love interest. Or I thought so. What it mean? was kind of interesting. It was kind of strange to pick up on. Well, I feel like... And they didn't really, like, play it out. You know, they kind of... They <laughs> teased it out a little bit and yeah. then left it. Yeah, you're right. They never resolved that. I feel like they kiss or something. They don't kiss. Mm. He definitely refers to her as a love interest. Oh, for sure. So it's, like, confusing. It is confusing. <laughs> yeah, if you if you know anything about, it, about that, tweet us. Are they together? We don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> and it yeah. was she was played by Catherine Newton, someone we've seen a lot in the Oscars and those circles. That's what the actress that when we did one of the one of those movies, uh, I was like, why do they cast the same people literally in every movie? She's <laughs> one of those. Like she was in Three Billboards, she was in Lady Bird, she was in. There's ba- just like she those in phases big, in your career. She's in Big Little Lies. Oh, she's the daughter of Reese Witherspoon. Yeah, she's just like in a lot of these. They're not. I don't think she's been the main character yet, but like she's in these like big movies with huge like actors and stuff. But it's interesting. She's making her way to that like blockbuster yeah. meeting lady role, I guess. It's interesting. But she's really cool. She's quirky. And I've seen I feel like I've seen her in a lot of types of characters. So she's I think she's a good actress. Remember I like her? her in this. Yeah, no, for sure. And Do you I remember like, her name? No. <laughs> was it Penny? No. Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> I liked her in this movie a lot. I thought her acting, her, her acting complimented uh, Justices really well. Yeah, because he was Even trying, though- he was trying to be very indifferent and she was being very like eager because she wants to like be a journalist. It's true. I just feel like they didn't feature her as much in the second half. Yeah. Of the movie. Like she kind of came in early well, it was weird and strong. Would, it was weird that they would split up so much. Sometimes. I agree. They would be like, wait, why are you splitting up? It's dangerous. <laughs> yeah. In the Pokemon series, they always stuck together. Exactly. Yeah. No man left behind. It felt very Scooby-Doo <laughs> to split up. <laughs> well, do you have any other notes that you wanted to comment on about 
Detective Pikachu? Well, it was, it had climate change awareness. It was very. I do remember. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. He says it. Yeah. Uh, A very direct, like, pro climate change awareness uh, comment. It's true. Do you remember what it was? Yeah. It was when the Torterra were making the earthquake and they were like falling all over the place. The Torterra were rising out of the ground. And he's just like, oh, at this point, how can you not believe in climate change? Oh, that's <laughs> right. Shade. Wow. <laughs> so that's good. I'm telling you, everything made in the Trump era is going to be like all have this common thread of something like even like the big things can only reference it very subtly to like the very obvious things like RuPaul, like Drag Race having Trump the musical, whatever. Like it's this whole era is going to have you're going to find that thread everywhere. I feel it's like. interesting and it's hard and it's like. Is he referring to climate change in their world? Right. <laughs> or it was well, clearly in our world, but it's just like So it's an interesting line that they have to toe and they find these interesting yeah. kind of like high intensity moments to be able <laughs> to sneak in a line like that. Yeah. And so it's it is interesting and like to think of. Um, I'm just saying like that good. that's reflecting the moment in time we are. I agree. And like the current Republican power in the U.S. Really, like to compliment that, we see the the current time we're in is to have a lot of sponsorships. I feel like in movies yeah. and uh, shows, and I was really impressed that there wasn't any of that that I saw in this movie. I didn't really see. I mean, that was one of the lines that referred us to the real world. But I mean, I felt like for the most part, there wasn't too much signs of the you know real human world in this movie. It kind of did a fairly good job of putting me into this alternative universe so i thought that was cool unless you have anything to note against that no i think i did a good job but yeah they had to i'm t they just have or i don't know it's such a need right now to get the message out about lots of things so every media thing is trying to do it whatever the way they can and this one just snuck in a line which they was did and it, the best they could do it really. was and i mean that I don't really think that there was too much else that was too political yeah. in this movie. So, you know, if we're going to say that's the one line, I mean, I think it's a good line to include and it's, um, it's a, positive a clever way too, as well. So Ditto was super creepy and I'm happy how they used him. Ditto. You are? Yeah. Ditto. There Ditto was, was super creepy. I The beady eyes. Yes! Oh my God. If I was a kid, I would be literally traumatized. Like Eww. only because I'm old, I'm they I was actually like scared watching it. That was terrifying. It's I, a, isn't I, it weird to think like how such a subtle change? Yeah. <laughs> oh, and then it turned into the girl too. Yeah. Catherine I Newton. feel like we take eyes for granted, like <laughs> regular eyeballs. <laughs> Well, our eyes it were, would look really creepy if we had beady eyes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if everyone had beady eyes and your eyes, our regular eyes, would look, you know. They're like sesame seeds. <laughs> that was so creepy, but it was so fun that they used Ditto like that creepy way. I don't know. That was the one twist that was like, oh, bitch, that one makes sense. <laughs> right? It did. It was clever. It was good. And I mean, consistent. I liked it a lot. And it was cool how the eyes revealed it. So they were, were like, oh, yeah, they've been wearing sunglasses. That's why they've been wearing sunglasses. Yeah. So I really liked I was obsessed with the fashion of that girl that it was a ditto. But the one with the pink hair and the pink gloves. Thing. That's what it looked like a Team Rocket girl. Yeah, it definitely did. Oh, you remember how in the Game Boy, the uh, Game Boy game, 
the Team Rocket women would have really long, like, kind of hair. She didn't have long hair, though. Oh, <sighs> never mind. But yeah, she she did look very Team Rocket. That was probably the closest thing. I'm still surprised that it wasn't Team Someone. I feel like that's part of also where it lacked. Like, the villain was random and, like, not... I mean, not truly villainous. fleshed out. Yeah, not very fleshed out and confusing. We didn't, I didn't get too invested in the villain when it could have been, like, a very cool villain moment, too. Like, Giovanni is a very, like, scary villain. You, you know? know, the he other... He has the suit and the meow, the Persian, you mm. know? It's like... I mean, this is all true. The other part that's difficult, and we've mentioned it earlier in this episode, so maybe it's a kind of nice closing thought, is how this movie is really made you know they have to play it safe to make it a digestible enough plot for children as well yeah exactly but i i do think so i think you can it's rare and i feel like in a way uh uh-huh it's rare and hard to pull off both yeah like in in a way they were trying to pull off both i feel like in this (laughs) like i feel like they were trying to in a way please all spectrums yeah but which was kind of difficult we noticed in our movie theater with all the kids oh for sure crying and just not paying attention they're bad at that i mean it was i was definitely paying attention to that from kind of just like a general filmmaker standpoint in the early parts like they were crying at parts where i would find it boring too as a kid yeah yeah yeah. like they were kind of overly sentimental parts yeah yeah it makes sense it's just like a kid's movie that's the price we have to pay Mm mm-hmm I think I think kids don't like dialogue scenes. Oh, not at all. I never followed any movie ever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like you just want like to get Moving from one pictures, place to yeah. the other. <laughs> yeah, which eventually they get to that, but. But I feel like the they should have just had a more like cool villain, like a more brandable. Like Team Rocket is just so brandable. Like I don't know, such a they could have had something similar where it was like team something or some cool name or right. or like a cool suit i don't know and even even then when they finally did get to who the actual villain was when he was in his position of power actually using the powers of mewtwo we really didn't get that much scene or development with that version of this full powered villain like i didn't yeah. ever really get to that point where i felt like oh my god this like city could actually be screwed yeah it was solved very easily basically (laughs) fairly quickly it was all that yeah very that so that's where my comments come from about the plot being maybe like the overall plot not being as strong i feel like the personal plot was nice because his relationship with his dad was pretty nuanced at least even though the arc wasn't like crazy but it was still like he's trying to reconcile with his dad and dealing with loss and all these things so the personal plot and the whole dynamic with detective pikachu the banter the love interest it's all that plot is cool and fun and strong i would call it but it's the overall like bigger world threat that's like not fleshed out and confusing (laughs) and solved really fast there was like no second conflict either really i mean it is scary you do feel like when when all the Pokemon and humans are merging, you're like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> what the fuck's going to happen? But it's solved pretty quick. And also, it's very, like, reversible in the moment. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, Mewtwo's just like, oh, magic wand. <laughs> Everyone's back. 
Good point. They're literally like moving human souls and bodies. Well, so that was one thing that I felt like was consistent from the animated movie because <laughs> how Mewtwo just had this random well, yeah. one swoop power to wipe everybody's <laughs> memory and put everything back to the way it was. One swoop. Yeah, exactly. I guess it's true to itself, but it's <laughs> not, you know. The Mewtwo-verse. It's definitely, like I said, it's definitely an improvement from that movie, <gasps> plot-wise. You know what I'm upset about? What? We never saw Mew. Mew. Yeah, maybe in the next one. That should have been the post-credits. <sighs> right? Yeah, they missed an opportunity. <laughs> I don't know. Mew is too legendary. I guess, yeah. They want to keep, like, it, they want to keep it enough secret. Yeah, they want to hide their cards. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Honestly, Mew is like, I remember when I got my Mew Pokemon card from, like, a trader, trading convention uh, as a kid. I loved it. I was like, yes, I got Mew. <laughs> yeah, I love Mew. Mew's so cute. Mm-hmm. It's pretty useless in the first movie, but you know, yeah. uh, up until like everyone's dying. And I don't even know if Mew's <laughs> that strong. Well, yeah, I guess so wait, Mew was too. Mew, was Mew ever in any of the games? Yes, you can oh. get it like outside the pickup truck by the boat or something like that. Oh. I don't really? know. <laughs> yeah, I, I was just never able to get Mew. Oh, is that one of the Pokemons where you have to get all of the other Pokemon first before no, you can I get it? No, I think you have to do some some special thing or an event or something. Oh, okay. I didn't know if you had to like catch them all in order or to get Or like Mew. a secret method. It's like not a combo. explicit. Yeah. <laughs> go see this person. Go talk to this person. <laughs> bring this item to this item over here in this other city. Oh, mm-hmm. and by the way, don't go to the next city or else you're going to lose this opportunity for the rest <laughs> of the game. Yeah, I kind of like that. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't remember, but I had a Mew somewhere. Yeah, I just remember <laughs> Pokemon being annoying Yeah, like I wish Mew was there. We saw Cubone, too. Cubone's <gasps> a very... Oh, God. I loved the opening scene with Cubone. It's like, so it's like cute. our introduction to the Pokemon world. Yeah, I love oh. Cubone. And they're so little. That's pretty consistent that Cubone are really little. Oh, God. It was so cute. They did that scene <laughs> so good. Yeah. I loved it. Uh, it's crying about its mom. Oh. It made me forget about how um, I remember they didn't hold back at all on showing us this Pokemon world. It was like from the get-go after the kind of setup prologue with Mewtwo. Yeah. They show us these wide opening scenes with Taurus, Taurus's no, running. No, it or, was actually a different. Oh, okay. Yeah, whatever. A uh, yak Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but just like these, all these wild Pokemon running around and I, I cause I, it was one of those oh, things we where saw, uh, I, we saw Pidgeotto mm-hmm, flying. All right. Well, like, I didn't know how hard the CGI was going to be for these Pokemon. And so I didn't know what to expect if it was going to mm. be something where they tried to were more conser- yeah, yeah, where they were more conservative on because it was difficult. But I felt like, no, like, I felt like that's they really what I'm saying. I feel like put their cards out. They put their focus on the Pokemon. And that's the part of the movie that's like amazing. That's why I think the plot is kind of like the second like the afterthought almost Mm -hmm. but like they made this beautiful world and that's worth it enough for me i think for most pokemon fans too they really put the money into the pokemon into showing lots of types lots of gens everything damn 150 million is a lot though (laughs) well yeah there's a lot of pokemon fuck yeah what's your grade a minus I think A minus for, for me. For you? Mm-hmm. Really? You well, have, yeah, you have, it's got too many shortcomings. You haven't even criticized the plot at all. I'm the one that's <laughs> analyzed. No, I, yeah, no, I mean, it's true. Um, but 
I mean, yeah, I think A minus because at the end of the day, it still left me confused about <laughs> some parts. Classic um, Pokemon movies, though. <laughs> right. Like, I enjoyed it great. I enjoyed it awesome. And I think that I want to watch it again. Yeah. But it's like, I want to watch it again to try to figure it out, you know? Yeah. Not like watch it again because, oh. And see the I Pokemon again. Fi- yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 So, so A minus for I me. Want. A for me. Because I love the Pokemon world. I think it's definitely a must see for from casual to die hard. I think it caters to everyone pretty well. And. The overall plot is, is not the best, but they put their focus on the Pokemon, on the design, on the main characters, too. That's all, like, worth it, I guess, for me. Even if, like, the big action plot. And it almost feels classic Pokemon to me to have, like, a weird climax <laughs> that makes no sense. <laughs> like, that's, like, every Pokemon movie. It really doesn't. What do you think? <laughs> oh, so I, am, I was saving my shout-out to Cameron because... I w- they gave us two packs of trading cards each when we went in to the theater and then when we were coming out we opened them and I was like oh I want more because look at all the ones we could get they they show all of them and it was like gambling basically why I mean that's how it always was with Pokemon cards though oh yeah for sure but I was just like I want more regardless mm-hmm. and uh, so we had to figure out a way to sneak some. No, we didn't. We did not sneak. I just I asked Cameron politely if he would ask the girl who was nice that gave us some if she, we could and have she more. And she was also happened to just be the person ripping the tickets for people to enter into <laughs> well, the. Well, Cameron was so concerned by Pretty holding up job. the. <laughs> he was so concerned to hold up the line, but I was like, just go ask her. And then Cameron went up to her, made a big speech, and she was like, "Here, don't tell anyone." And she gave us four more which is cool <laughs> i said we enjoyed the movie so much that we would love to have some more pokemon <laughs> like cards. You, know, you just had a whole speech and i was like oh, you could just ask can we hey could we have more pokemon cards? see i was, just don't believe in just going and asking somebody for something for no reason okay okay well cameron believes that so he was like oh I, we just got out of detective pikachu and we really loved it we thought it was an amazing film uh we were wondering if we could right. possibly i'm just trying to show that we really appreciated the movie theater like thank you because we had a great experience yeah that's nice but yeah so just she, in case her manager was like listening next or something <laughs> she was really nice and gave us four more and i was terrified though because there was definitely at least one security guard right there that security does not care about the pokemon cards i, I promise <laughs> i promise she just yeah. meant don't tell the other kids because the kids are crazy oh no i thought she meant don't tell my manager because i get fired no no the managers don't care about pokemon cards well she was really nice she was a trooper didn't catch her name shout but out to her at the cinemark yeah, that's right the cinemark <laughs> she gave us more cards so we have a nice little stack of Pokemon cards from the movie. Do you have any of your original promo cards from the uh, movies when they came out back in 2000? No, I don't even remember going or <laughs> anything. I was, I, 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 I was living in Mexico. Oh. I think I have an ancient Mew still in oh, its cool. packaging, but I'm not 100% sure. But I think I still have that. So that's cool. It was weird. I think they gave ancient Mew out not for the first Pokemon but movie, but for the second Pokemon movie. So weird. I don't remember if I went to go see the Pokemon first movie in theaters or not, because I've told you this. I don't know if I said it on air, how I kind of came into the Pokemon craze a little late when it was becoming popular, at least in my school and in America, because I wanted to, I, I, 
I'm always about this with trends and I am <laughs> I'm like, oh, everybody loves it. So I need to hold off, but, uh, and wait for it to blow over to see if it's actually going to stick and last. But then eventually I got sold. It was mainly through drawing. I loved drawing the Pokemon as a Me kid. Me too. Me too. Yeah. They were so fun and cool to draw. And so I got into it late and that's possibly why I may have missed the first Pokemon at movie and theaters, but I definitely saw the second one. Well, geez, <laughs> is this the end? Yeah. <gasps> well, we've reached the end of the line. <laughs> what kind of Pokemon are you? It was cool to see a Rhyme City. I don't know. It was just, it was a good, good setup. We'll see where they go. We will. I'm curious. Thank you so much for listening to Heike Book Club. I'm Cameron. I'm Zeleni. This has been another episode of our podcast where we decovered, we decovered, <laughs> we covered Detective Pikachu. If you want to get in touch with us uh, or if you just want to stay tuned into our announcements and what we're up to on our end, you can always uh, follow us on our social medias. We have an Instagram page and also Twitter at Heike Book Club. Or if you have any comments or suggestions for us or you want to make a request on anything that you'd like to hear us cover, send us an email at HeikeBookClub at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you and thank you for listening to us. It's uh, great to have fans and listeners and if you really like what you're hearing feel free to subscribe to us i don't know write a review uh wherever you're listening to us from please come back around next week we're not sure what we're going to cover but uh go follow us on twitter and hear what uh, we'll always let you know usually what we're going to cover next or if we're going to skip a week because we have crazy schedules <laughs> i'm about to graduate so that's exciting yes Zelani <laughs> already graduated so she's just been waiting on me yes uh, let us know if you like Detective Pikachu. It's so new. I don't know how people are reacting to it. I know a lot of people are trying to go see it. So let us know if you agree with us or if you disagree, if the plot made sense to you or didn't like us or you. Have any other compelling thoughts to share? As always, stay tuned because you'll be hearing from us. <laughs>